Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Pastor Jerry G. Martin. Today, as we continue our series on relationships, we're looking at this relationship between Jacob, Leah, and Rachel. What a story it is of a couple who met in the dark. Jacob didn't get what he had bargained for. He got the surprise of his life when he woke up the next morning because the woman he met was not what he expected. How many of you who are married did not get what you bargained for? You expected one thing in your spouse and you got something altogether different. You may be struggling with your marriage relationship because it didn't turn out like you thought. I want you to know that God is able to help you through whatever you're dealing with in your marriage. So come and go with us as we continue to walk in the light of God's word. I can't wait no more. Now what he say? I'm ready to go live with her. He's talking to the woman daddy. You know, he said, I don't care. I did my time. You don't talk to the woman daddy like that. I'm ready to go lay with your daughter. You don't see that. But he said, no, we had an agreement. And I did my time. So Laban brought together all the people of the place and gave a feast. That's what you do when you get ready to have the marriage. You have the marriage feast. Jacob is ready and waiting. His excitement grows as he sees the activity. He's starting to feast and the activity is starting and the people are gathering for the wedding feast. Now I imagine that Rachel is anticipating and is excited that her day has finally arrived. What is Rachel doing? She said, okay, the feast is happening and the day is finally arrived. And then look at verse 23. But when evening came, he took his daughter Leah and gave her to Jacob. And Jacob lay with her. And Laban gave his servant girl Zilpah to his daughter as a maidservant. And when morning came, there was Leah. Jacob said to Laban, what is this you have done to me? I have served you for Rachel, didn't I? Why have you deceived me? Oh, let's look at this for a little while. You know, there's more going on than just this little passage here. But when the evening came, when it got dark, when the darkness came, when the evening comes, deception comes with it. When the evening comes, the feasting and the food was there with the wines. Go into the story with me now. Here's Jacob. He's looking at the festivities and he's enjoying it and he's drinking some wine and, and in his mind he, he knows what's finna happen because he's been working and waiting and Laban conceived a scheme by which he would keep the service of Jacob for another seven years. He substituted Leah for Rachel because it was evening and dark and, and because of the thick veils worn by the bride and the poor light in the tent, Jacob did not discover this deception to mourner. But consider this. This plot could not be carried out without the cooperation of Leah. Because at some point, Laban had to go to Leah and say, Leah, 
take a bath, get cleaned up, you're getting married tonight. Here's Leah sitting around, probably thinking, now my younger sister's getting married before me and what have you. But here the dad comes to her and say, take a bath, get cleaned up, put some perfume on, brighten those weak eyes up. We're going to cover them up. That's what we're going to do. What we're going to do with the weak eyes? We're going to cover them up. I mean, somebody's thinking of something. It doesn't just happen. She just didn't disappear out of thin air with all that on. Somebody had to contrive and plan and work this scheme. If you're Leah, what are you thinking? You're telling me what? She's saying, tonight? I I thought Rachel was getting married. No, no, it's you. Take a bath. Get your hair fit. Put your wedding clothes on. You're going to marry Jacob. Now, while that's going on, what is Rachel doing? Wouldn't it be normal for her to think that this activity is for her? Now, somebody got to go to her and tell her she ain't going in. She was already getting cleaned up and, and already thinking about tonight's tonight. She was getting dressed. She was thinking about it. You know how the women do when they're planning for a wedding, you know? You don't just plan on the evening of it. You work it out in your head. You talk to all your friends. You got all your stuff lined up and girl and girl this and girl that and what have you. And then Laban comes in there. She was still excited. She was still anticipating. And her father comes in the room and say, this wedding is not for you. Excuse me? But we love each other. He was working for me. Seven years. I'm your father, and you are not going to marry till I release you. That's the end of the story. So you got Rachel sitting there crying in her bed. And Leah saying, uh, I'm supposed to do what? <laughs> you need to get your clothes on. You come in with me. He has her covered up from head to toe. Can you see Leah walking behind Laban? As they go into the tent, what is she thinking? You know what Jacob's thinking when he see Laban come in and his figure walking behind him with the veil and the cover. He's saying, all right, that's what I'm talking about. But what is Leah thinking? Oh, Lord, I don't know how I got into this. This wasn't in my plans. What's going to happen? What should I say? So what do you think Jacob had to be thinking? This is the happiest day of my life. I worked seven years. And he wondered to himself, she's quiet. I'm sure he knew Rachel's voice. She's quiet. Maybe she's a little nervous. She's a little shyer than I thought she was going to be. But I'll just keep the light off for her. I won't even turn the light on since she's shy. Like that. That's okay. I like him shy too. (laughs) As he held her in his arms, his heartbeat increases and he reminisces about the first time he saw Rachel at the well and how many conversations they had about their life wanting to be married. He's holding this woman and he still thinks it's Rachel. And then in the morning, he probably woke up early and Thought he'd get a good look at her as she lay there. This beautiful woman who was beautiful in form and and beautiful to look at. And he 
pulls the cover gently back from around her face and looks at her and says, Oh, Lord, what have we here? <laughs> or something to the effect. He could have said, Holy Moses. But <laughs> Who are you? I don't know what he said. What would you say? But the Bible said when the morning came, that was Leah with an exclamation point. Doesn't say what he said to her, just, but just think about that. Now, you thought that was Rachel. You thought that you were making love to the woman that you loved. And you thought that you were beginning a, a new relationship and a, you just met her in the dark. You couldn't see who she was, you, but you thought you knew who she was, but it wasn't the one you thought it was. He goes to Laban and says, what have you done to me. I serve you for Rachel. I didn't want Leah. If I wanted Leah, I'd ask you for. What am I doing with somebody I don't want? Anybody ever had that thought? How did I end up with this person? Some people are thinking that right now. How did I end up with this one? I didn't want Leah. I wanted Rachel. I have been deceived. You know, as I look at relationships and as we had to respond to marital issues, I've come to realize that there are people that are listening to me even here or through media that have had similar experiences. In fact, the person you walk down the aisle with is not the one you woke up with. You thought that was a person that you loved and that you knew. But when you woke up, you found out it was somebody else. You thought you were getting a loving, kind, respectful man, but you woke up with a selfish, angry, and abusive man. You thought you were getting a sweet, gentle woman who would be a wonderful mother for your children, but you woke up with a hot-tempered woman that neglected the children and complained endlessly. You met in the dark, the darkness of not a good understanding, the darkness of your eyes being closed to all of the nuances of relationships and you have ended up with someone that you'd rather not be with. See, Jacob thought he had the woman of his dreams, the woman he loved, the woman who loved him, but he woke up with a weak-eyed woman. That's what the Bible called her. Now, this is a marriage where this woman married a man who didn't want her. And this man finds himself married to a woman who was not the one he expected. So neither of them are happy. Leah says, I was pushed into this relationship. I want him to love me. But he instead is angry and frustrated and disappointed. And she's embarrassed and felt rejected and unloved. And people find themselves in those relationships. Though indefensible on the part of Laban, we can't defend his action. The substitution of Leah for Rachel was deserved punishment of Jacob. The Bible says, whatsoever a man sow, that shall he also reap. And if you have read the scriptures, you will find out before this happened to Jacob, Jacob did the same thing to his brother. See, Jacob's father was in the dark. He couldn't see. 
And Jacob switched himself for his older brother to get the father's blessing. And so now you're seeing something being switched on him. You're seeing that the older one is being switched for the younger one for him. It is God's way of justifying something that had happened in his past. You reap what you sow. In fact, his name was deceiver, supplanter. He's one that deceives others. And so he himself is now deceived at his most vulnerable moment. So as Isaac knew not when he blessed Jacob, so Jacob knows not when he marries Leah. Jacob acted at the instigation of his mother and Leah acted at the instigation of her father. This is Pastor Jerry G. Martin and once again I certainly hope that you've enjoyed today's broadcast. We've been looking at this relationship between Jacob, Rachel, and Leah. Jacob to work many years so that he could marry Rachel but he ended up meeting Leah in the dark. It wasn't what he expected. I believe there are some of you who can identify with being in a marriage that wasn't what you expected. I tell you that God is able to help you to work through every difficult circumstance in your marriage, and he's able to bless where you are. If you would like to listen to today's message again or some previous messages, go to our podcast at Light of the World Daily. You can listen to today's message in its entirety, as well as other messages that have aired on this station. If you would like for us to join you in a prayer request, call our prayer line number, 281-964-1393. Again, that's 281-964-1393. If you are looking for Christian books, Bibles, church supplies, offering envelopes, communion supplies, visit us at the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus. Call the Beacon, 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. I want to take just a moment to invite you to be my guest at The Light of the World. We'll meet each Sunday at 16161 Old Umble Road. Come and be my guest every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., for more information, you can call us at 281-964-1393 or visit us online at lowcf.org. Now for the light of the world, this is Pastor Jerry G. Martin saying, may the Lord our God richly bless you and we'll be with you again next time.